The Utah Jazz win. That's not something we've been able to say very often. But the Jazz win in a shorthanded battle where the Jazz were missing five of their top eight guys and the Nuggets were missing four of their top five. It was the Jazz who prevail in a 108-104 win over the Denver Nuggets. We're talking about it coming up on Postcast. David Locke along with Ron Boone with you here on Postcast after each and every Jazz game. Thanks very much for grabbing it and tuning in, whether on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube. Thanks very much wherever you're getting the program. The Jazz win it tonight, 108-104. Ron, what would you see? Uh, I saw a, a very hard-fought basketball game. I, I saw guys um, playing very, very hard. You, you heard uh, Butler talk about you know, guys trusting each other, playing hard, and, and, uh, and you know, just trying to make the right, the right plays. That's, and I thought they followed a script that, that, that really, you know, really worked for them. Only eight turnovers in the basketball game. I was very impressed with that as, as well. Uh, but it was it was a fun game to watch, and, and not only for me, but I think the fans enjoyed it as well. So, when you say fun to listen to or fun to watch, what was it that you it, it was enjoyed? How, it, how hard they play. I mean, the hustle plays that they that they were to make. You hear so many commentators talk about the fifty fifty balls, you know that 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 type of thing. There's something to that because when those fifty uh, fifty balls are, are there and you go get them. Uh, and you're making some things happen. You're challenging the rim. Uh, Jazz ended up getting uh, what 22 free throws in the ball game. That's about normal. Only 12 for the Denver Nuggets. So they were hustling and playing hard without fouling. Uh, it, it was uh, it was just a fun basketball game. Why your star players wasn't here, you know, for both teams, and so they got a chance to see a different side of this basketball team that that worked very well tonight. Probably the most, the biggest hustle play of the night is Royce O'Neal on a, Mike Conley steals the ball. So there's the first part of the hustle. Takes it the length of the court. Denver hustles back, gets back. Mike misses the, the layup. There's a Royce O'Neal. I'll go see the replay. I think vaulted over the back of yeah. Zeke uh, Naji. Somehow keeps the ball alive, knocks it away from, kicks it out to Conley. Conley then finds Rudy Gay for a layup. It was probably the biggest play of the game. Yeah, like. Fumble like in football, you know, just and everybody dives after it. And, and, and again, there's one of those hustle plays. And, and uh, it, other jazz players probably could have given up, just assumed that Mike Conley was going to make a layup. But they didn't. They hustled down and, and everyone gets involved. And, and uh, you know, we, I know we've talked about Conley. We've talked about the, uh, the Butlers and then the Trent Forrest and the way they played. You know, but I thought Royce O'Neal did a heck of a job there tonight. Yeah, well. Royce had a bunch of big hustle plays. A lot of guys did a great job tonight. Rudy Gay did not shoot it great, but he finished with uh, 15 points, I think it was, and nine rebounds on the night. Um, and the Jazz needed it. He hit a bunch of big shots. That layup we just talked about, a fadeaway, did miss two free throws late, did miss a bunch of shots, uh, too. Uh, the, f- the fun part of the night was the three youngsters. Adoka Azabuke, uh, Jared Butler, Trent Forrest, Elijah Hughes got some time as well, did not have his memorable of an ex- uh, experience. Let's start with Trent Forrest, Ron. It's 18 points tonight, eight assists. Uh, he did have uh, two rebounds on the night. He hits his one three he took. He played 38 minutes, which tells you what the coaching staff thinks of him. They gave him a 30-second break at one point, so he didn't go to 40. Um, he was he was you know clearly the guy they trusted a huge amount tonight uh, and, and made a ton of plays. And it was obvious that they – made sure they told him you know you you got to make some plays offensively you have to do something i mean because he he's never been as aggressive offensively as we saw tonight driving to the basket i know he, he took a couple of 
uh, of long-range jump shots, but his game right now is defense and penetrating and get to the basket. You mentioned how strong he is. He's just under 200 pounds and, and, and strong. And so when he goes to the basket, you know, the defender does feel it. You know, there's an interesting sequence early in the game where Forrest went to the basket and created space by diving into the defensive player, owning the space and creating his own space. Yeah. The next drive, Jared Butler came down, and Butler tried to avoid the space and missed. But from that moment on, Jared Butler drove to the basket and did a little bit more of what Trent Forrest did. We saw Jared Butler adjust in the middle of a game in a way we have not seen enough of him to know that he could do it. This is a guy who, frankly, is an outside shooter, a pull-up jumper. He didn't have any of that tonight. I think he finished 0 of 5 on threes and 5 of 6 on twos. And Butler found a way with space to get to the basket, had a really nifty crossover, stop, pull back, step through, layup. Uh, late, but he showed a nice game inside the paint in in a game that allowed for it, right? There were no bigs on the floor. It was five out. Everyone was playing spread, and Jared Butler took advantage of that. Now, we've mentioned many, many times about, you know, what these guys can do with with a number of minutes, and and I I make reference to some guys that can make an impact on a ball game in a short period of time, and that's probably what was going to happen. This was at the beginning of the season with some of these guys because of the makeup of this basketball team and the fact that Rudy and Donovan and and, and Boyan and those guys were going to get a certain amount of minutes. So your minutes out there on the floor was only going to be uh, 10, 12, 13, 14 minutes. And, and, and sometimes that's only like three or four minutes at a time. Can you make an impact? So we got a chance to see exactly what these guys can do in, um, in a long period of time with, with a number of minutes out there on the floor. The guy that fires me up the most on how he played tonight, honestly, is Adoka Asabuke because yeah. he seemed to be the furthest away from having a good night. And certainly going up against Zeke Enjai is a lot. who's in the same draft class drafted in a similar mm-hmm. spot is a very different thing than playing most NBA starting centers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought, you know, he held his own tonight in a matchup that that's got to give him some confidence because he has been quite honestly, really far away from being, uh, a viable option tonight was a night where he he really made a bunch of great plays and helped the Jazz win immensely. A couple of block shots um, and got a chance to spend a lot of time out, out there on the floor. Been nursing injuries, so I mean he hasn't had uh, those uh, the growing pains or, or those developmental uh, times where he can become a much better basketball player because of because of his injuries. He rebounded the basketball very well and held his ground a couple of times to block shots. So uh, it was impressive. Young guys will take the headlines. I gave them the headlines here. The fact is, Mike Conley, we, we actually played before the game. We did a little. We couldn't figure out who was supposed to win. There were so many guys missing. <laughs> pick game. The Jazz were missing five of their top eight, and the Nuggets were missing four of their five. And I literally said to Ron, like, who's, who's like the better team? So we actually drafted we drafted the players to kind of try to, like, I always think that's a good way to do it. Like, if you were, like, sitting there starting a game tonight and you had to pick these guys, who are you drafting? And we took Mike Conley first and Boyan Bogdanovich second, and then we kind of stuttered on who was third. And Will Barton got the pick, but then there was hesitation on that. And, you know, like, was Royce O'Neal fourth or was, you know, was Bones Highland? Like, it fell apart really fast. And I would actually say, Ron, Mike Conley and Boyan Bogdanovich, as much as the headliners are going to get the notes tonight, they were the two best players on the floor yeah, tonight. That's absolutely. why the Jazz won is that they were the two best players on the floor tonight. And it really showed in that first quarter. I mean, even though the Jazz got outscored in that first quarter by by two, it was still Conley and Boyan who really you could see the difference in, in what they were doing for their team out there, out there on the floor. Boyan does it without a three again tonight. Yeah. Still another night. I mean, that shoot, his shooting is just not quite right right now, and it, that finger is so obviously – 
uh, bothering him. You know, there's one level here where Quinn Snyder and Alex Jensen uh, in their various press conferences have gone back to the core, which is just compete. And there was a feeling about this Jazz team that they maybe weren't competing that much earlier in the year. Does this send a message to Donovan and Rudy and, you know, Jordan, I guess, who, you know, he's been competing pretty darn hard recently, in some sense that when they come back that the the, the effort level has been upped in the last few games and that they've got to match that? I, I think it, it it will or or it does. Uh, and and if you watch a ball game like this and then you go back and watch film on how – how the team was playing, and, and you realize, okay, that effort or that effort that we need to elevate, you know, needs to be there. Can we do it? You know, that type of thing. So you, you're you probably ab- absolutely right there. But with Donovan and Rudy and, and um, Jordan Clarkson, they play different. So, and, and I'm sure that they'll go back to playing that way, but hopefully they'll go back to playing that way with those with those hustle plays. Final note on the night, congratulations to Alex Jensen, who will not get credit for this win. Quinn Snyder will get credit for it in the books, but Alex Jensen was the helm. It was interesting to me about watching Alex Jensen coach tonight. There was no blueprint. There was no model by which the Jazz had used these players in this fashion before because these players had never been used this way. It's got to be a thrill for Alex. It, it had to be the, the substitution patterns that he used. And, and as you mentioned, the force came out of the ball game for 30 seconds and, oh, got to get him back in there, that type of thing. So just making those decisions there on the fly and, and recognizing situations out there on the floor they probably could take advantage of. I'm, I'm not saying that's the case, but I'm, I would imagine that goes through your mind as, as a head coach. That, uh, But nice job. Now he's one and one. Cool night for everyone involved. He's actually 0 0. Oh, yeah. That's right. But have a great one. Thanks very much for tuning into Postcast. I'll be back with you tomorrow for Locked on Jazz.